0: What's good, y'all? We are back again on another beautiful Saturday. Could be dreary where you're at, but it's beautiful where I'm at. So with that being said, you know who it is. It's AB, AB Guapo. Always, always here to pleasure you with my lovely voice. We also got my guy.
1: King Dom and I back in the flash. What's good, y'all? Hope y'all had a blessed week.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was a How week. How was
1: your week, man? How it was, was a week.
0: week. It's, uh, it was quiet. Um, still doing a lot of riding. Uh, we went riding. I went riding last weekend. Heavy. And we had, there's this like nice like little like back road trail type deal. And I broke. I was I was on there with my neighbor, and uh, he has a Gixxer 650. I was just burning through that trail, bro. I was like doing like 135 at like certain points. It was so much fun.
1: So you doing too much out here in Florida, man? You really coming to Florida, man? (laughs) No, it's just
0: I haven't ridden in a while, so I was just really trying to
1: break show out.
0: Not even show out. I just I just wanted to ride. You know what I'm saying? saying. I try to stay safe though. I only did that a couple times, but Mm. it was cool. It was like it was an empty road. Like there wasn't like a lot of traffic on there or anything. So it was like one of those roads where you could really like go on there and
1: actually, you
0: know, ride for real. So that was cool. Gonna ride again probably this weekend, but other than that, nothing really was happening. How about you? Uh,
1: week was okay, it wasn't too bad. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get my tattoo, uh, something came up with my uh tattoo artist, so I wasn't able to get it done. I was a little disappointed, shed a few tears. I was in the hotel room sulking for a good couple of hours.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you did go to Wichita. Process was- on that
1: house hit a curve uh we're trying to work it out but uh, we'll see we got one more weekend if not then we're gonna go back to the game plan and just rent out for six months until we figure out if there's a house out here that we really like that we're really willing to pay um, pretty um, penny for got the uggs in case you guys and- didn't see that on the you know on the story we got the uggs in very comfortable you know my name you is that on up. right now i do i do they're comfortable <laughs> Keep your feet warm. Part of yep. the basic white girl club now. My name's like Amber. Uh, you know, all I need <laughs> is uh, some Adidas track pants and a sweatshirt and some Starbucks, and you know, I'm full blown white girl. So shout outs for all of those that voted for the slippers. They were uh, very they keep my feet very toasty. But I ain't gonna lie. This might just be the beginning, man. I, I'm. I was uh, uh, telling Raven uh, yesterday. I think I'm going to uh, acquire a pair of the actual little low boots, man. They, they, they look boots clean. Was,
0: they was clean. I voted for the boots. I'm not going to lie. I voted for the boots, but they was clean.
1: So, I, yeah. I was
0: like, okay, Uggs, I see you.
1: Stay tuned. This might just be the beginning. I might have to, you know, let Jordans go down for a little bit and hop on the Ugg wagon. <laughs> but, um,
0: Ugg collection. You hear that, Uggs? You hear that? That means yeah. we need a sponsorship, that sounds
1: like. Week's pretty good. You know, Houston made it to the Final Four. Uh, USC, you know, made it to the lead Eight. Unfortunately, they wasn't able to get past uh, Gonzaga, so I was a little hurt about that. I'm really hurt that UCLA's made it to the Final Four. I hate that school. And they beat Michigan, which, you know, Tim and my boy Chops, you know, are a huge Michigan fans. So I was like the one time I rooted for Michigan. They ended up, you know, stomping on my heart and losing a game they should've won. And then um, everything's going pretty good this week. I can't complain, man. Can't complain. Yeah, the
0: tournament it's been uh besides the beginning, I think it's been pretty predictable. I think the Zags are more than likely gonna win it all. I I don't see anybody beating them. They're just dominant. They just destroy teams. They I think I saw on ESPN last week they were saying they've won their last like thirty games by double digits. And the closest that anyone's ever been to them is by nine points and it was for like thirty seconds.
1: <laughs> I hear this. I hear that, but I just feel like they're getting a little too cocky and once it gets to the the big big dance, they're gonna get a little too arrogant to the point where Baylor, Baylor's hooping and Houston's hooping. Like whoever comes out of the out of that that uh, side of the bracket, hey, they that's gonna be a slug fest. It ain't gonna be no cakewalk and Gonzaga. No, I
0: mean, I'm not. I wasn't and, calling it a cakewalk. I'm just saying
1: Gonzaga always, is always deep, but they've always been that school that like always gets high. They're kind of everyone's gonna call me hating, but they're kind of like Duke. They always get these high praise and ride these you know magic rides, and then when it comes sometimes to the big dance, they, they don't shine the brightest. Yeah. But it's
0: whoever wins, you know it is what it is. Congratulations to them. Whoever ends up winning that. But um, yeah, we got a good show for y'all. We got a versus, we haven't done that in a while, but we're going to do a little bit of versus we Jerry Springer versus Mori. So we'll see who who brings the best debate with that. We're we'll going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. we're want to talk about an interesting topic as sex as a gift. And that's going to be it for the show. But um, we'll start, actually, since you brought it up, we'll start there. We had the trade deadline. We had the buyouts and all that stuff. My Lakers made a move, so I was really happy. You know, we had Andre Drunham to the Lakers. We also had the Nets picking up um, by Marcus Aldridge, adding to their all-star lineup, and a few little other um, trades and stuff that kind of went under undernoticed but we're gonna take a look at it as in totality so who do you think made the best moves or who do you think looking the best after the trade deadline
1: so to me personally you know you can call me hating but no one really made any big moves in my opinion most of the moves that were made
0: i'd say that's pretty neutral
1: i don't want to say that they were like In setting stone, but you kind of knew like who was going to go where. The only one that you could kind of say that was a little um, blindsided was for Marcus Aldridge, just because a lot of people had him going to Miami and then he just wanted to join Kevin Durant and Kyrie and them boys. So that was the only like surprise signing or trade. The best one to me. This is just me personally. Lou Williams goes back to being Magic City Lou with the Lou, the lemon pepper Lou boy. You know, he's back in Atlanta. So that one was, to me, the most dopest one because, you know, he's going to be in Magic City making it rain, getting the, you know, six-piece chicken wings, you know. COVID ain't stopping him from going to there. But LaMarcus Aldridge, okay. Andre Drummond. That was a good move. They needed, like you said last week, they needed uh, Andre, Aaron Gordon yeah. to the Nuggets. I wasn't like, I know a lot of people who's like, ooh, but to me, Aaron Gordon, he's just like a a younger he's Blake a, Griffin. Yeah, he's
0: opinion. a three and three dunker.
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: He shoots the three and dunks.
1: He, that wasn't anything special. Uh, I'm glad that Kai. How Lowry stayed with the Raptors, I think. Uh,
0: I actually was kind of disappointed that he didn't get moved. Uh, I think I was, a, a contender team would have did would have really could have used someone like that for their team. It's, but, it's
1: so cool that uh, Lonzo stayed with the Pelicans. I know you was like, hoping that he would stay with.
0: Yeah, I think he fits there very well. They the way they play, they push the ball, um, so definitely having a point guard a guy that can really pass it it just makes the most sense i don't i don't understand why the pelicans even were considering getting rid of him
1: but yeah and then at that point it was just a lot of no-namers or like lo, low-key oh depot got moved too to yeah uh, but Miami. i mean okay like it wasn't that big of a splash in my opinion i know a lot of people were like Oh, they trade Victor Aladipo. So that means they should, they're probably regretting chain, trading James Harden. it's like, nah, he didn't want to be there. And you're not going to just, you're not going to just have him stay there and then drag the franchise down and not get no assets for him. So they took what was best and available and got what they needed.
0: I think what's funny to me is like how much teams, um, they, like players, Transition, You know, like, for instance, Victor Oladipo, like, before he had his, like, major injury, I mean, he was hooping. Every, he was on the verge of a, being a breakthrough star. And then, like, boom, just got hurt, get traded to Houston, doesn't really do anything. Now he's in Miami, who hopefully he comes back, you know, is hooping. But it's just, it's crazy how much players, like, rise and fall. Like, look at the guys that got traded. These guys were, like, some of these people that got traded were, like, franchise players like Andre Drummond, the Detroit Piston was building around Andre Drummond for the past, what, five years where they finally just forget it and sent him to Cleveland. LaMarcus Aldridge was supposed to be the guy for San Antonio before he, you know, got sent to, you know, he's in Brooklyn just shooting threes from the corner pocket. But yeah, I agree. I think the best move honestly was for the Lakers. I think they, um, and this isn't this is not me as a Lakers fan. I just think if you look at the Lakers roster, they needed that center, that for someone that could get them boards and their front line once LeBron and A D come back. It's gonna be the most formidable front line in the league. And there's the only teams that really can bang with that are Denver. Cause they you know, they got Jokic and then Utah. Rudy Gobert, but no one else really has a center like that, or front line like that, so I think the Lakers really solidified themselves to come out of the West as long as LeBron and AD come back and are healthy.
1: So, the reason why, I mean, I was joking with the Lemon Pepper Lou, but I was actually kind of surprised that they traded him because he's been such a key role player, like a key player for the Clippers. There had been some turmoil, though. I think he feels some type of way with Kawhi in them for, you know, the way that they, you know, let Doc go and then trade in what's his name to the Lakers. Like I feel like that team ain't the same no more. I mean, I know they still got Patrick Beverly and Patrick Beverly's still a He's dog. No. Yeah, but they
0: got at Ronda. this t-
1: and I uh, like I know a lot of people were gassing up like oh snap they got Rondo they're they're contenders now but only
0: Skip Bayless was gassing that
1: <laughs> I like I don't see them making any moves they I mean I heard that they are talking about signing Boogie Cousins but at the like washed now. He's just that's that's my dog don't get me wrong he used to be cooping with the Kings I was very disappointed that he uh, left, but we got De'Aaron Fox out of that, so can't be too mad. But I just feel like he's past... I'm not going to say past his prime, but he just hit that wall, that injury wall, and it just kept bouncing back to it, bouncing back to it. And I just feel like that's the, the moral of this story. It's like you're talking about Victor Oladipo and Boogie Cousins and all them, and it's just like they've been so good for so long and they haven't really had any major injuries. And then you have that one major injury and then it just seems like it's a chain reaction. You're just constantly getting injured at that point. So I just feel like their mindset, they just can't handle it. Like their body, like mentally and physically, like physically, they're somewhat lacking, but mentally they're like, Oh snap. You know, I just came off a, you know, uh, achilles injury let me you know should i really do this should i make this move should i make that move or you're trying to work so hard to get back that you end up injuring yourself even more with another body part so
0: yeah i mean i I agree with that premise just because it's like i'm sure it's like hard for an athlete like i would even say like well just look at us like at 28 29 years old we like, how often do you go to the gym? You know, I mean, I try to go every day, but I know some days I don't feel like going working out, you know. And that's just getting older. I can only imagine how hard it is to just, like, kind of want, motivate yourself, like, after injury, after injury, after injury, you know, to get back out there and try to hoop. And then especially when you can't hoop at that level that you were hooping before, it really probably, it's really probably mentally crushing and probably don't want to play. That's why – like, people like Derrick Rose are just so inspiring because, like, that man just got hurt after hurt after injury after injury after injury, but he still is going out there trying to hoop, and he's still putting up decent numbers. So, it just shows to show you, I mean, it's not all about physically. You got to be mentally tough, too.
1: So, yeah. The reason why I say that is because I know I, I know how the feeling goes because when I was younger, I was I was growing at a rapid pace to where my upper body was over like I had too much upper body weight and, I too, and my lower body couldn't support it so like my knees would swell up real bad to where I couldn't like it would hurt to walk and shit like that so I had to, and that was during football season so I had to miss a few games and I think it's just as a competitor and just as an athlete like not being on the field or on the court watching your team like your your brothers or you know your your squad you know not being able to help them win the game is is more irritating than you know the injury that you have like i i've had it to where i've sit here and i would like one i don't, I wouldn't care if my shoulder was fucked up my knees you know i have a whole hamstring like i'd rather go out on one leg and play it with my boys than to sit out but i, I you could say that's being hard-headed, but at the same time, that's just an athlete and a competitor at that point.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I said, I 100% agree. I, I can only imagine. You know, I wasn't – I played sports a little bit here and there, but nothing like major. But, you know, I'm one of those people too. It's like if I could at least get on the field and do something for my team, I'd rather do that than sit on the sidelines. But, you know, you realize that that does more harm sometimes than good. So. But I'm glad to see some of these guys, you know, are back in the league, back on teams, giving, getting a second chance. So I hope uh, – well, for Marcus Aldridge, you know, like he's got a good chance to win a championship. But DeMarcus Cousins, eh, he went to the Clippers. That's not a team that's probably going to win a title. I don't see them winning anything. So – and then Oladipo, he – yeah, Nah they're not that great this year i don't even know how i honestly to this day am still confused on how they made the finals last year they're like they just destroy teams and i just don't understand why like when i I'd, when i I'd watch them play i'd be like they're not that good like at they all they
1: had jimmy buckets bro he was giving it to me night in night out like don't don't disrespect my man jimmy buckets i'm
0: not saying jimmy butler is not a good player he is but he ain't on that type of level
1: now, that's, it that's your, not. It was Jornest that that bubble. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's,
0: not, but that's you, not. Put too much gas in uh, Jimmy Butler's car here now.
1: No, nah, I'm all joking aside. I just think that it was just because you're playing on one court so constantly and you know, you're not really doing too much traveling. Like, as much as Skip Bayless likes to joke around and talk shit about, it is an AAU tournament. Like, you're there all the time. You're people are watching other teams play and stuff like that on the same court. So, of course, if you, if you, it's like playing at home. Like if you play on a court so, so much and at a consistent basis, you're going to find those hot spots on where the ball just on any given second, it's going in just because you, that's your sweet spot. And I just felt like so many, even like no name players were just finding that sweet spot and was just giving buckets to, you know, you see like, What's his name from Miami? Bam Alibayo. No, not the the young cats. I think he was a rookie. Oh, that set Tyler tomorrow. Hero. Yeah, him. Like you hear about him so often, but you don't hear him as much as he was hooping during the bubble. Like seemed like nobody yeah, he could couldn't stop miss.
0: him. He couldn't miss a three, man.
1: He was he, he was he, on fire. He goes to L.A. and then he goes to Minnesota the next week, and then he like he has a decent game. It's not he's not as consistent. Yeah, he
0: was just a role player, just a role player that caught fire. They they kind of reminded me of the 2010 Dallas Maverick team. You know, like they just caught fire just at the right time, and then they just had one player that would just go off. Like you know, yeah, Dirk was.
1: They had Dirk. Dirk was Mister. I can't. I can shoot 20 free throws with my <laughs> eyes closed on one leg eating some fried chicken and it's going in like Dirk but was, the rest of
0: that squad qualifier too though that like, Dirk was hooping but you know, Jason Terry was hooping I mean he couldn't miss Jason Kidd like had a flashback to his net days, damn near on that run like that that squad was nice so but we'll see what happens so I'll ask you this uh who who do you think will come out of the East and who do you think is going to come out of the West? And then we'll, we'll end that segment.
1: I can't sit here and say that I can give you a definite answer just because I'm not going to lie to the fans. I really have not been watching basketball like that. If I had to take a guest, the heavy favorites in the West would be the Lakers. I can see Denver giving them a, a good run for their money. Now that, you know, the Joker is hooping. He's, he's damn near the MVP. Uh, undisputed. You can't argue with him right now, especially with everybody else is missing. With Embiid out, Harden got injured. LeBron's out. Like, there's no one even coming close to him. If they try to even mention Greek Freak, stop. Just stop. Uh, I'm really... T- the, he's been he, hurt, too. He's a hell of an athlete, but I don't... Um, no. He's... Those two last MVPs, I'm sorry, they they cheated LeBron last year. And Greek Freak, okay, I guess you can give it to him the year before that. But after what he pulled in the playoffs, after he won MVP, and he really didn't do anything in the bubble or anything like that, I don't think he deserved they
0: it. I got swept by my do
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't, like, I just – and I know that before the season – you know, took a long pause. He was, you know, the most proficient player. But sometimes those those numbers are super diluted.
0: Regular season, I, I know MVP is a regular season award, but it's really hard to judge, like, who's the best player in the league because someone might be hooping regular season and then, right, like the playoffs start and they're trash or they, you know, they're not putting up the numbers. that. That's why I think the MVP should go, in should be considered into the postseason too you know if, if a player's team yeah you could be averaging 30 10 and 10 like russell westbrook for instance you know what i'm saying like my man will have like he just had that 20 point well i mean i'm sorry 30, 30 points and 20 assists game and you know what i'm saying like those are nice numbers like don't don't get me wrong but what does that mean your team is, you know, 18 and 25 or whatever they are, like some terrible record, you know? So it's like, yeah, you're putting up these nice numbers, but you're not doing anything. You're not winning games. You're not going to make the playoffs. You're not going to win a championship. You're not even going to even make a deep run in the playoffs. So, you know, that's why I think like their numbers, they got to equivalent to something, you know, it's got to be two plus two equals what? So, you know, good numbers, Plus, good wins equals championships. You can't just have good numbers and then no wins and then think you're going to win a title or you're going to be MVP. But it seems like that's what the NBA does now. They just give it to whoever has, you know, is doing the most impressive things.
1: Those are my two for the West. For the East, you would have to say the Brooklyn Nets just because of all that firepower. Yeah. But I do feel like too much firepower can be a super bad thing
0: and they've been playing a lot without Kevin Durant.
1: For well, not even 8 weeks without him. Not even just that like Blake Griffin has gone some games where he's just nobody. He's just a, a body on the floor. LaMarcus Aldridge, I mean, he had some good seasons with San Antonio, but you know, he went to San Antonio to be the man and then he really didn't hasn't really done anything spectacular. He was way better in Portland than he ever was yeah. in San Antonio.
0: He shouldn't have
1: left. Uh, those two are highly questionable. Uh once you get in the postseason, you know, Harden sometimes goes ghostly. That was his biggest fault in uh Houston. I know mm-hmm. you can you can sit there and say that Chris Paul went going out is was a bad thing, but at the same time, he will didn't he didn't show up in that game seven and Kyrie Kyrie can get in Kyrie's way, if you know what I mean. So you're really holding it upon K D to, you know, be the super glue to keep them all together. And then they're role players. I don't really think I don't I haven't been paying too much attention, but they don't really have a, a well depth bench to make a to keep them in games that are gonna be close. Because they 'Cause they're gonna be going against, you know, Embiid, Ben Simmons, you know, they're they ain't gonna just back down. Boston's always one of those whirlwind teams where regular a season
0: year
1: though. Yeah, but then you know they can always hit it with the light switch with Jason Tatum and uh what's his name? Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown.
0: Kimball Walker. I mean they still got a squad, yeah, but they're not having a good year at all.
1: It's, and that's basically it in my opinion. I mean Milwaukee. You can, say, you can say Milwaukee, but I'm not sold on Milwaukee no more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they haven't broken through.
1: 'Cause I like yeah. If Greek Freak can be proficient in free throws, then you got you, you got me. But
0: He could just make a mid-range jumper. That too. I mean, he can't even do that. Oh.
1: My man could just skyhook from the mid-range and probably make it if he if he practice it well enough. With them long distance They know the
0: strategy. I think Milwaukee just doesn't have a chance because everyone knows the strategy to beat Giannis. Just build a wall.
1: So it's Brooklyn or Buss.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say for the East, I don't see anyone besides Brooklyn. And then for the West, uh, I think it's going to be Brooklyn Lakers. I do in the finals, but I could also see uh, Nets Utah because Utah is really good this year. As long as that they keep playing at the level that they have been, I could see them making it through because they got a deep roster. Donovan Mitchell isn't getting the um, notoriety that he deserves. He should be getting some MVP votes as well. That's that's my prediction. And
1: that's you know that's. That's just the crazy part. The West is so, so deep. It just has so many good teams. Like I, I know a lot of people are against it, but I really think they should just do a one through 16 and then just suck it up. I'm sorry. If you go on the East coast and got to go to Portland for a series, I mean, they spaced the dates out for traveling anyway, but I feel like that would help the league out way more than this Eastern versus Western conference. Because like, Besides the big teams in the East, besides Boston, Sixers, Bucks, I guess you could throw Miami in there. There's really not enough. Like, the other teams are just, like, barely floating above 500, and I don't think it's fair. It's like...
0: I think it actually is more fair the way they do it now, because they're giving teams that aren't that great a chance to make the playoffs.
1: Only in the East!
0: Yeah, but I mean, uh, for right now, yes, only in the East, but... The balance of the NBA has shifted, so all, all the better teams are in the West. But if you say if you do one through sixteen, you know your one through ten is gonna be the West, guaranteed. West teams, and then that leaves six That's slots five. for maybe the East. If they even get six slots, I mean, you know, there's some some of these East teams are really bad, especially like the Knicks. Like you're talking Knicks, Orlando Magic. Uh, there's some the real bottom of the barrel like. Worst teams, Chicago, terrible. I mean, some of these teams are terrible. Indiana's not that great either.
1: Well, they ain't gonna make it into the one one through sixteen anyway. Yeah, so but then, doesn't, doesn't yeah, that's so what I'm saying. This this allows you get
0: eight teams from the. I mean, it is a one through sixteen. Really, you get eight teams from the east, eight teams from the west.
1: Yeah, but the come on now. So you're so nobody. Or wants-
0: or you can do eight teams for the east, eight teams for the west, and then you put them in a thing, and then it doesn't matter who they play. Like you don't have to East doesn't have to play the East on the first side. I think you could do that rather than just being like the best sixteen teams. Teams. I mean that really because the NBA is one of those teams or one of those sports that you can have a continuous the same teams over and over and over and over and over again because team players just won't leave. It's not like the NFL where like it everything gets shaken up every year. Like your best players stay on the same teams. You know, your teams pretty much stay assembled until they don't win something.
1: But that also would, if you do a 1-16 through mode, and you do it, the best 16 teams get in. That would prevent, you know, small market key players from going to these big markets. Because, or it eliminates making super teams. Because if you can get motherfucking... You can go Pelicans making the playoffs every year you know, or you know my King's making the playoffs because they're the ninth seed in the West, but they're beating almost majority of the teams in the east record. then you know it keeps the, it keeps key players from wanting to go because they're still making the playoffs. Now if you still have it to where the West, there's only like certain amount of teams, those one through eight, but they're still like nine through twelve can should have still been able to make the playoffs. Then those one nine through twelve are gonna those players are gonna want to leave because they're tired of not making the playoffs.
0: I mean, I I see your point. I see both sides of it. It's a it's a double edged sword. So I see both sides. I see, you know, yeah, those bottom right now those bottom four in the West really getting shitted on because you know they're better than the probably upper four through eight of the East. Then you get into that, like I said, you run into the problem where you're going to have the same teams making the playoffs again because it's the top 16. You'll have like all 16, you know, faster teams or more making it from the West, you know, and they just try to balance it out as best they can. But I do think the playoff format is going to change very shortly. They're already trying to play in. I think the play in is them dipping their toe in the water of something, a new style, a new format. So. We'll see what happens though. Well, what do y'all think? Who do y'all think made the best moves on the trade deadline? Who do y'all think is a powerhouse in the NBA now? Did the power shift? You know, is, is Brooklyn now the, the favorite to win it all? Lakers still the favorite? Let us know. Chime in. But we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor, as always. So we appreciate y'all listening. We'll be right back with y'all. All right, and we're back. So, once again, as I always say in every episode, we appreciate y'all listening to the sponsorship. Helps us um, get better equipment, better sound. And before we get into the next segment, I do want to apologize for my poor sound quality last week. So, as I said last week, I bought new stuff, got a better mic, and this mic is just really sensitive. And it picks up a lot of sound. I sound good, personally, but it picks up the rest of the room and it's just a bad echo. So then like during the show, I tried to go into the closet and like, hopefully that would trap more of the sound. It just made it a lot worse. And like, I listened back to it and I was like, man, this is trash. But Malcolm was out of town. So we didn't really have time to re-record the audio quality. So we just kind of had to roll what we had. So we apologize for that. Um We were, try our damnest to never have that kind of quality again, but stuff happens. So we apologize.
1: Sometimes moving forward is always is sometimes moving backwards. So yes, we got new yes. equipment to sound better and somehow. It made it sound worse. Made it worse for a short period of time. But it's just like
0: one of those things where it's like, they make all this stuff for like, one thing about it is like they make all this stuff. And like, I really started to learn like you really do get what you pay for like even though like i don't have a cheap mic like, i have an audio technica 2020 this is one of the best mics on the on the market for recording but like you buy a better mic then you have to buy like, all this other stuff with it or else the mic just you know it's it's too sensitive by itself it's gonna pick up the whole entire room and it's like next thing you know you're dropping a grand on like uh, soundproof stuff so your sound isn't bouncing and there's no echo and all that stuff so It just goes to show you that, uh, you know, they make all this like at home stuff, but sometimes it might just be easier just to go to the studio and record for whatever, depending on what you're, you know, trying to get across. So, but, so we're going to talk, uh, a little bit about this topic we saw on Instagram and it was a story on Instagram.
1: The question is, is why do women consider sex as a reward for men? Isn't mutual? Right. Or isn't it mutual, my bad. Isn't
0: it mutual? So I we mean, just wanted to talk about that and give our little two cents about it. And so go ahead. Yeah, you go, first. go first.
1: Single okay. and mingling. Oh,
0: okay. Uh it is supposed to be mutual. Um one, I feel like there's this consensus that like, oh, if a man when a man comes like in a relationship that he's like supposed to when he does what he's supposed to do, like Women are just reciprocating like, oh, we had sex. Like that was your that was what you got for you doing what you're supposed to do. And it's it's not about that. Like a man's gonna do if a man likes you or if a woman you like a woman enough, you're gonna do what you need to do, regardless if you guys are having sex or not. So I don't know where this is coming from to where like people think like, Oh, like I'm gonna make him act right by by giving him sex. Like it's not really it's not a it's it's not a. it doesn't promote anything like because like at the end of the day you could go have sex with anybody like shorty doesn't want to do you know doesn't isn't doing what she needs to do you just gonna drop her and find somebody else like so if that's what you guys are thinking like well if he does this i'm gonna i'm gonna sleep with them and that's gonna keep your man like let me tell you you're sadly mistaken
1: <laughs>
0: you're sadly mistaken because that is not the truth i tell you
1: tell you that right now but i'll let you go now so since i'm in a relationship um, (laughs) yeah let's get it from the relationship i feel like i give it a little bit better twist to it being in a relationship and being always out of relationship i feel like this shit right here is a reason why relationships die like you said if you're not going to do something for me in a relationship i'm going to go find it somewhere else So if you think that you can use sex to make me do something I don't want to do, I'm going to find someone who is going to accommodate my needs. Because at the end of the day, that's what the relationship is, two people accommodating each other's needs. So that's why a lot of people cheat in today's society. I mean, I know there's other reasons why, you know, society makes it, you know, seem like it's that mysterious, cool type shit to do. But majority of the time is because the person that got cheated on wasn't doing their job. At the end of the day, sex is a necessity for both partners. Females want sex just as much or even more than men. There's times where Ravens like yo, and I'm like, yeah, girl, you see what time it is? Like I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> but, but I gotta accommodate my my queen's needs just as much as I when I'm, you know ready to go she accommodates my needs and like you guys have to communicate like like i told her from the get-go i was like look sex is not a like a a reward it's not an option this is a necessity if you can't accommodate my needs um then we're not this relationship don't need to be started don't even need to be in fruition it don't even need to be an idea because if you can't do that for me there's nothing that we could do and she was right on board with it she was like nah some Sometimes we need it multiple times in the day, you know, or, you know, this, this, and that. So it's a necessity for both ends. Women, I feel like, get super bitchy and, like, have fucking stanky-ass attitudes because they're not getting sex as much as they need. Like, it really changes people's attitudes. Like, if you're in I'm not saying you have to have sex every day, all day long, four or five times a day. But if you have sex even three to four times a week, I guarantee you're a more happier person than you would be if you didn't have sex at all that entire week. So it's not, you can't use it as a reward. Like you can't, oh, you were nice. You went on a date with me and then check your phone. I might give you some ass. Or, oh, you bought some steak and lobster and shrimp. Oh, I'm going to give you some ass. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. You spent, you know, you bought a coach purse and, Louis Vuitton shoes oh your gift for Valentine's Day is just some ass that doesn't slide ladies both sides win when you both mutually have enough sex so stop trying to sit here and most of the time it's those people that be going through relationship after relationship after relationship it's the same women that sit here and say they're all dudes and shit it's garbage, you know, they only want one thing, and then once they get it, they're out of your life, and blase blase, and snow. It's, it's because you be trying to hold your coochie as this gold platter that you can only get it when you're acting a certain way, and that's not right. Because, like I said, if you don't want to give it to him, he's going to find someone that will. Same thing with Phyllis. You're not going to satisfy your woman and do some of the shit that she wants to do sexually she gonna find someone that will and that's what happens in a lot of relationships in society is motherfuckers do be like yo i like uh, a girl i want you to get on top i don't want to get on top can we just do missionary can you just you know do doggy real quick and that's it it's like no you're not gonna fulfill his fantasies he's gonna go to someone who will fulfill his fantasies same thing with women i just feel like like we've been saying like men get always the short end of the stick to the point where women just like, they have that, that mindset. They got to control a relationship. Like I can, I'll tell you when I'm in the mood, I'll tell you when, you know, we can have sex. And it's like, I get it. There are times that women just not in the mood. It's okay for you to admit that and say, yo, tonight is not the night. How about, tomorrow or how about you know you set up a time where you are like okay i'm sorry i can't fulfill your need tonight but on this day i'd like tomorrow i got you and i'm telling you your relationship would be so much better it's a necessity y'all that's all i could keep telling everybody it's a necessity and it works you both got to work at it and like i said there's tons of times i'm in the mood and raven's like nah not tonight tomorrow i'm like all right tomorrow comes around i'm like hey (laughs) <laughs> you said tomorrow she'd be like but I don't want to you said tomorrow like hey I gotta need you gotta satisfy with the need and um, honestly our relationship is super strong I mean like issues just like anybody else's relationship but at the end of the day that's one part of our relationship is that uh, it ain't sour bro so <laughs> this whole sense is that you know sex is a gift for men no. It's a mutual agreement it satisfies both sex and both sex need this to survive in any healthy relationship.
0: Yes, and when we say if someone doesn't if you don't do something, they're gonna go find it somewhere else, like that's when my, when we say that that's what's in reason. Like, don't be that person that's like, Oh well you're not doing this, this and this and it's like this unbelievable list of things that no one would ever do. Like, don't be that person either. Like These have to be reasonable things that you're asking for. Like, you're like, okay, when you come home, take the trash out, you know, straighten up a little bit, whatever. Like, I'm just making some shit up, but whatever, you know, like, they're within reason. You know, it's, don't be like, oh, well, you don't buy me a Louis Vuitton bag and you don't take me on nice dinners every other two weeks. And, you know, like, you can't, it has to be realistic things within the, what do I want to call it? The realm yeah, in the realm of, you know, the relationship. Don't expect – and that's another thing is like – and then I'll close it out. But like, don't expect marriage things from someone you're not married to either. Like if you aren't husband and wife with someone, to, you know, like don't expect them to be doing husband and wife type things without the without that title of being married. Like you can't expect that either.
1: So, it's not even just the title. Like, if you're not even if you guys aren't on the same page talking, and that's not a goal that you guys are going towards, like you're not going towards marriage, then you you really can't expect that shit. Like, you shouldn't be yeah. like you shouldn't be living together. You should guys just casually be dating. That's about it. Or you guys should be like, look, this is not what this is what I not want. This is more than what I want. And are you down with that? And if they not find someone else that will. Another thing, though, I feel like as men, we need to do better as, and that's setting the mood, you know? I can't, like, you can't sit here and just be a, like, tap shorty on the shoulder and be like, hey, babe, hey, give me that, you know, guac guac 7,000 real quick. <laughs> and it's she's like, she's about to lay down. Or, you know, you just be like, hey, let me just stick it in or turn over so we can do doggy. Like, you got to, you know, you got to set the mood for your woman. You, you know, she's just not going to just be like, water park 7000 just because you just said all right let's have sex and you know gotta do the foreplay you gotta do you know all that extra stuff you know uh to get what you want too like don't make sex oh like a a job yeah like a job make it into like something special so when you make it into something special that gets her more entertained into it or you know make her want to do it more because you actually put the time into doing you know the little things it's always about details details go a long way in a relationship so if you do those small details during sex boy that's a flamethrower right there you you ain't gonna have no problems trust me.
0: yeah but we'll leave it at that we'll let y'all chime in you know what do y'all think about sex as a gift is it a no-no is it a yes you got our opinions on it but we want to hear yours so please chime in on you can chime in on us on instagram either on the forever rich page or our individual pages post a lot on on either work and we want to interact with you guys so please let us know but now we're on to a less serious conversation and we have our second ever versus so our first versus was 90s versus 2000 which yeah I won but um
1: now no 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 the stop I, line the votes came in it was about the 90s yo stop trying to sit be, there and what think.
0: votes there was no votes we there put it no on votes. the
1: page yes it was <laughs> and, uh,
0: so i don't I'm, remember any votes i just I'm, remember me winning nah. so i'm one to know in my book i'm undefeated so you know as the champion you know i'm like mayweather so you know I wait for people to come and challenge me, right? So I got another challenge, you know, he wanted to debate, he wanted to debate Maury versus Jerry Springer. So I'm like, you know, I, you know, like I'm not afraid to debate on you know, Maury versus Jerry Springer. Clearly Jerry Springer's the better show, you know? So I, so we're going to debate Maury versus Jerry Springer. And just like last time, we'll do a poll and y'all will let us know who wins, <laughs> me. And... You know, I think this time we need to put something
1: on it. We were. I think we, I think we were supposed to drink a bottle or something on the last Yeah, bottle. I think we were
0: supposed to. The loser was but supposed I ended up it.
1: winning. I'm telling you, I will screenshot the vote and show you that the 90s won. That 90s is better. Right, well,
0: if that's the case, you can.
1: So we could, do a, we could do a double or nothing for this one then. All
0: right. yeah, Double or nothing
1: then. You got to post it on, on the page's uh, snap story or some shit like that.
0: All right, that's
1: fine. Yeah, yeah. All right, so bet. y'all
0: vote for the winner, and loser has got to buy a bottle. There you go. There you have it. So I, since right. I went first on the last segment, I let I, you go first.
1: But I went first on the last versus, so it's your turn, sir. Oh,
0: okay. So balls
1: in your court, home field advantage. Balls in
0: my court. Right,
1: like when we right. play 2K, winner gets home home court. Yes. Right, all right, right. Let's go. Since you say you want it.
0: Well, so let me just set the mood for y'all right now. So it's the early 2000s, maybe, or late 90s, like 2003, 2004. You went home, you chilling. Maybe you got out of school early, you know, whatever. Maybe you didn't have school today. Or you got home from work, whatever it is. And you just flick it through the channels, and boom. What show you come across? Jerry Springer. Everybody knows Jerry Springer. He's like a household name, bro. He not only is he a household name, he's always got like you still today will see Jerry Springer hasn't been on TV for three years. It got his last episode was Jan, July 24th, 2018. So 2021. And you still to this day will see Jerry Springer memes. It's like anything from old episodes. I send you guys memes, like I sent you the one about the uh the chick with the pickles. I mean, he's like, bring out the pickles. And it's just like running. hey yes, let, let me just put a disclaimer. Yes, this is, this is all of it's fake. It's it's all reality television. But Jerry Springer, it was the staple of television. Like it was the first show to like ever just come on and do that stuff. And now there's all these copycat shows like Maury, right. was that Steve Wilco? Like there's just a whole bunch of copy tash, copycat shows that copy Uh, jerry springer they created the format they are the original they are the original
1: can i ask a question yeah when when did uh jerry springer premiere what year was jerry's jerry
0: springer's first ever episode was uh let me see 19 september 30th 1991 Mm, okay and one with maury's first
1: episode it's not my turn, sir. I just oh, wanted okay. to. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Skip. Don't worry about Skip. Yeah, see, I'm,
0: just, I'm just I'm asking. That's all. Yeah. So, Seth, September 30th, 1991. Maybe more was on before Jerry Springer, but um possibly. But at the same time, it doesn't even matter, bro. It was just Jerry Springer took off and it was almost canceled. And then they reformatted it to what it is today, to the format it had you know, from like 94 on. But I mean it was they even had commercials where like George Bush was calling it like trashy television. And but that was that was what was giving it that fuel. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you got the president talking about this show. What is this show? So then people go and watch it. But everybody knows Jerry Springer. Even probably the little Gen Zers know who Jerry Springer is. And I sure there's a lot of people who know more who what Maury is. But I I just feel like Jerry Springer, definitely, the originator of that really genre, and just the most popular to me. So I'm Team Jerry. But I'll let you go, sir. Are you done? I'm done. I don't need. I
1: rest my case. Take number one. Maury started in September 9th of 91, and is still being filmed to this day. Okay, so so it was like literally
0: three weeks before. uh, No, 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 sir.
1: You said Jerry Springer ended back in 2018. Yes, it did. Maury is still being filmed and aired till this day. He's actually had a total number of 30 seasons, but it's only been 23 since the re-amp. You're living in the past, sir. I'm still living in the present. So you can't sit here and say that Maury is not the GOAT over Jerry Springer. Now I'll give you a little credit. Jerry Springer was world star before a world star ever existed. You know, all the little episodes, you know, midgets coming out on stage, you know, throwing beads and stuff like that. He did open the door (laughs) for Steve Wilco. But when it comes to any show, I know thugs, hardcore thugs that when they sit down and watch TV, hey, bro, turn more on with their girl's. But they girls. Girls watching Maury because that's what every female does is watch Maury. Cause they'd be, Maury only does one thing. They be having to hype it up. Oh, bro. Oh, no. That ain't her daddy. That ain't that baby's daddy. That ain't that baby's daddy. And then what happens? You are not the father. Maury is that show to this day about that. It's iconic. Maury is iconic. There's so many memes, so many parodies, everything. One of our favorite shows from back in the day, Peanut Live 215, did the Maury show. He ain't do no Jerry Springer because Jerry Springer is just, it's one-dimensional. Maury, he be having- Maury is
0: one-dimensional. What do you mean? All they do is ask you- They bring be having,
1: some
0: a, <laughs> Butt ugly chick on there and be like- He be having uh, the- I slept with Darnell, John, Mike, and Billy. And I don't know who the father is. And then and then there's always was it's the same thing. It's just the same thing rehashed over it's and over not, and over again. Yes it'd it be. Is, having,
1: bro. It'd be having the you're not the father, it'd be having, you know
0: or the okay, I'm sorry. I I'm secretly a man. Now they have that one too. Like
1: they also be having you know i'm trying to find my who my daddy is so it's all, <laughs> all of these scenarios so you're not the father is iconic like everybody like and the funny thing about it is is maury is the king of flipping the script he will make he will set the tone for this person to be the villain and then all of a sudden he would just flip the script. And then all of a sudden, everyone is in favor of the villain. All of a sudden, they do it all the time. They'd be like, oh my God, DeAndre don't want to be the father of, you know, Samandia age two and a half. Here comes uh DeAndre and everybody, what they do. Boo. Boo, what do you do? Man, fuck y'all. Y'all don't know who the fuck I am. Da, 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 da. Sitting in the chair, right? So, what's going on? Hey, Maury, come on, man. I just got my, you know, got that guac guac 3000 and then I dipped out. That's all I wanted. And now all of a sudden, you know, she's saying she's six months pregnant, saying that the baby was mine. But, dude, down the street was telling me, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then what happened? Well, we got the test rolled. Right after this commercial, and then you be all hyped like, "Oh, you think it's that? You, you think that's that dude's baby? Nah, it ain't his baby, bro. That's that other dude's baby. Nah, nah, nah. You and your girl be having a mutual conversation about this until, until after the commercial, and then after the commercial, when it comes to you know, two and a half months, Samante, hey DeAndre, you are not the father, and all the crowds screaming, roaring, and he doing his little dances. You can't sit there and tell me that that did not hype people up.
0: I mean, it did, but not as much as Jerry Springer. Jerry so Springer he, was, was so, lit, bro. You so already said.
1: He flipped the script. He, he would flip the script on people. He would make the fans boo this man and then all of a sudden praise him at the same time. And then even if it was, and then he always had the same type of ending. He'd be like, He'd be having DeAndre be like, you know what? That ain't my kid. But, you know, I'm going to help out. You know, I'm going to give you, like, $200 every, you know, (laughs) what I can or whatever. And then everybody be like, yeah, 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 that's how a man's supposed to be. Iconic. Maury is iconic. You also got, he's a low-key instigator. He be sitting there in the chair, and he be just pulling out, you know, random-ass questions. So he be like, so, Jamal, you really didn't sleep with this girl? But we got someone that says that you did. Uh, Maury, you know, wait how you know that who who you got <laughs> and all of a sudden they got some random ass person coming in sitting in a chair across the way and then they be like oh shit and then be, so maury's a low-key instigator on top of that he's low-key savage because that boy okay jerry springer you know had the drama on the stage when these females be running out of the off stage into the back rooms and everything, his cameraman be right there with them like these <laughs> like you same bolts with a camera just like do, 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 getting her all throwing herself against the wall and all that type of stuff and then here comes more like stop it, you stop acting like that, stop throwing a tantrum in my set duh, 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 duh. like get up." we're gonna you're looking like a fool we're gonna make you look respectable duh, 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 duh. and then all of a sudden it goes to commercial and then he's like all right you no know, i smacked the shit out of her she started acting right or you know um, we had this long talk and you know she's now she's acting right he's so, iconic and then on top of that Maury was kind of this like part of the sick day ritual so if you didn't go to school like like myself you either had like a aunt you had like a grandma mm-hmm. You either had, or you was at some, you know, some lady house that was a low key daycare, but wasn't a daycare. You was at home sick. You watched The Price is Right. You probably watched Days of Our Lives, and then in the afternoon, before everybody else got home from school, you was watching Maury, bro. You wasn't watching Jerry Springer. You wasn't. Like you were, you were, because it was funny and entertaining, but. Maury was part of your day-to-day life. Everybody watches Maury. That's why it's still going to this day. Nobody really fucks with Jerry Springer no more because World Star Hip Hop damn near ran Jerry to the ground. Like, nobody, nobody's no. messing with that
0: anymore. No. no, I would say more so Jerry Springer. It ended up going off TV because it switched networks. So they were yeah. with NBC, and then CBS bought out Jerry Springer because NBC didn't want to record it anymore. And then, then that kind of, like, killed it. But, I mean, he actually does – it still comes on TV, but it's called uh,
1: – Trash and Trash.
0: Judge, judge, <laughs> judge Jerry is what it's called now. Or he dresses up as a judge. But, no, nah, man, Jerry Springer is – Jerry Springer's iconic, man. It's, it had – it always had all the, like, just most outlandish, like, you have like twenty prostitutes on stage and and like with one pin, like this, just it just would be like crazy. Like, you know, like just you never knew what you were gonna get when you popped on your. That's, a, you lie, always,
1: you That's a lie, bro. You always
0: know what's you always know what's gonna be on Maury. It's gonna be Deshaun and Shanishra trying to figure out who the father of this kid is. Rather and yes, the antics see what made Maury famous isn't the show. It was the idiots that they could get on the show to act up after they got told that they weren't the father. Maury would, do the, no,
1: Jerry Springer would do the same thing. Like, come on now, like no, nah, Jerry Springer, Jerry, his, no, his shit was script. His shit was script. Like you knew. So it was
0: Maury. Oh, Maury's fake too. It's both nah, fake. Nah, no, nah, bro, don't, no, nah, don't, no, nah, no, nah. no. Both shows, re- both shows are fake. Both yeah, shows but are see,
1: fake. see where you got to twist it is like. Jerry Springer is WWE, where it's like it's all entertainment. More so was Maury. W- no, Maury is, w- w- no F- Maury is WWF. Maury is WWF, where my, no, like bro. the OGs was doing. You had to
0: like, you act like they were really trying to help people out here, like trying to find the fun. It was all fake. They were trying These to help. No, and they ain't
1: find now you, a, you, you
0: know? now you trolling. Now you just trolling, bro. That nah, shit was bro. fake. Just like Jerry Springer's fate, Jerry Springer just was more outlandish with it, which in turn pushed other shows to
1: push the boundaries. Because like Jerry what? Springer was like all, what? Name the shows. Name the shows.
0: Maury and uh, Maury
1: was not put. Maury came out before him and was doing you're not the father and was chasing people way before not, Jerry but Springer.
0: Jerry Springer had a reputation of being. What else?
1: outlandish freaking these other show. shows what other they shows? even had
0: a they even had a, uh, a a slogan too too hot for tv you remember the too hot for tv commercials that they used to have like you, the, you still haven't 2000s. answered my
1: question though oh what uh, other steve, show? Wilco. steve wilco steve wilco all he did all steve wilco does is tell people that they're stupid and tell them to get off their stage what's so the okay next?
0: so he's berating so what he has a show what, he's berating. what's the
1: next one what's the next
0: one? um let me see uh, the Jerry Kyle Show. I don't even know you who the fuck that is. Kenny Easterday.
1: I don't even Shop know who the value. fuck that is. What? Shop
0: by v- These are other shows similar. Face to Face. I don't even Steve Wilco. They are even the... associate WWE.
1: Are you on late night YouTube channels? Like, what the hell <laughs> no, are, these like, are these shit? Like I don't are... know any Teresa of these. Teresa Ga-
0: Goddard. These are, they... Some of these are UK.
1: Okay, then. So, it's not, no. Nice try. I mean, if
0: you watch well, you gotta also think like, okay, some of these shows they didn't become as popular as Jerry Springer, but they were still based off the same concepts as Jerry Springer,
1: but you can't sit I'm there saying. you can't sit there and say Jerry Springer is the ringleader of it when his shows weren't even out, so before.
0: there was other he, things doing. Maury you had, was doing you had Maury you had, was doing
1: hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on. you had you had Maury that was out before Jerry Springer. You had Ricky Barely Lake. Though, bro. You had Ricky Lake that was out before Jerry Springer, and you had Montel Williams that was out before Jerry Springer. So they I'm weren't. Gonna...
0: That was, those shows weren't even. As... Montel Williams. I actually forgot about. You even Montel, had Oprah. Man. Ricky, that's not the same thing. That's that's well, daytime been talk. Oprah was
1: doing the same. Oprah was doing that's the same daytime thing.
0: talk show. That's not the same thing. Those were real people going on. We can't forget no God. Oprah to Jerry Springer. What are you talking about right now? What are we Oprah,
1: talking about? Don't act like you ain't seen the episode where Oprah had like the Ku Klux Klan, the the black <laughs> yeah, Panthers, I mean, and all yes, so them. The Jerry
0: was, Springer, Jerry Springer, and Maury. Let's let's hold on. Let's just backtrack. Jerry Springer and Maury, bro, are fake. Fake. Oprah had real people on her show. That's a daytime talk show. You can't, you can't give them Jerry, Maury and Jerry Springer credit for Oprah. Plus, Oprah was on TV, yes, way before that. But she had a, a positive reputation and she interviewed people. Like, Oprah's more in the lane of, like, the Steve Harvey show or Ellen DeGeneres. Stuff like that. Like, not no goddamn Jerry Springer. And Maury, I'm but all I'm saying. saying is that Maury was conservative, you know, like, okay, we're going to be like, oh, we're going to bring these women on here who don't know the father of their kids, are, and we're going to help them follow, you know, find the father, blah, 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 or they're denying to be the father. You know, that's that's some normal BS that had happened over the years. It has been happening before. But Jerry Springer came with the BS just straight up off-rip, bro, just straight off-rip. Transgenders and all, like everything before even that all that was accepted. People was on there, you know, just doing whatever on Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer made all that like popular and okay, and it all it shifted even shifted the culture. In my opinion, it shifted the culture. So I'm Team Jerry Springer. He just it's the goat of a taboo talk show type deal, you know, and I think he'll go down. In the end, I think Jerry Springer will be more, go down as the top of the tier of that type of television. But Maury is a, I'm not, not, don't get me wrong, Maury is a close second, but I just don't think he had the clout. I just don't think he had the clout that, uh.
1: Hey, you can't be a legend if you're not still in the game, you know, giving high volume. Uh, as, you know what? I'll give it to you. Yeah, I well, Jerry
0: Springer just knew when it was his time is done. Like,
1: yeah, his, his time was, into, good, correct. You Like you said, his time was done. Maury, his time's never going to be done. He's going to be old and wrinkly at 100 years old. Still be like, no, when it comes just, to Shanae H. No, Rogers, right. Michaela, New England, McCarty, you are not the father. And everyone's still going to be like, oh. And then she's going to come back on the show talking about, I swear, Maury, I know I've been on the show like 12 times, but I swear I found the daddy.
0: No, bro. It's just, you got to know when that era of stuff is over. Like, now probably really nobody watches Maury and Jerry Springer. Like, if Jerry Springer still is on TV, I'm sure their ratings would be terrible. I'm sure Maury's ratings aren't that good either. I'm just saying that Jerry Springer knew, like, it was time to hang it up. Like, people aren't watching this type of stuff anymore. And, you know, with like the age of streaming and, like, Netflix and Hulu and stuff, like, people don't watch TV like that. And, you know, people hate like DVR and frickin' Jerry Springer or Maury. So Jerry Springer just was like, all right, we had our run. Nah, 99. it's not even
1: It's not even that. It's that Jerry Springer was super offensive. So nowadays, anything that I mean, Jerry that, Springer would do, two. he'd probably be having, a, a, like, a, a civil suit. Because of the shit that he used to bring on stage. Like, my man used to have, like, people used to, like, he would have transsexuals on there. And people would, like, make f laugh, and thought it was funny or weird. And then, like, you know, they would do some off-the-wall weird transsexuals things. And then, like, it made transsexuals, like, in a, like, a circus act, other than just being a human being. So, nowadays... The LGBTQ community be down Jerry's throat. He be broke as hell if he ever did that. The same thing with I mean, that Mint. too.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that that too, but I'm. I'm just saying that the the biggest thing is that the age of those TV shows is over. Point blank period. Like they're over. I'm sorry.
1: Nah. Anytime. Like,
0: the, that's how, That's that's no way. That's outside the scope of the
1: debate. But anytime I'm, I'm flipping over. through the channels, if I see more, I'm like, ooh, more. Let's see what's on.
0: It's like it's like a it's like cheaters. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: people used to watch cheaters, cheaters. comes on. I'd be like, "Ooh, cheaters! Let me turn that yeah, on." You know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, but awesome.
0: like the age of that type of stuff is over. So people, you know, they're just showing reruns at this.
1: No, movie. it's not. No, it's not. You know it what is. cheaters is in present day? What catfish?
0: This is not. That's not the same
1: thing. It is the same thing. I'm telling you, it's exactly catfish the same thing. Is like people literally. All the media does is just change the premise of the show. These are the exact same shows over they're and over They're not being weeks.
0: cheated. No one's being cheated on in the show. Yeah, they what
1: are. Okay, what is, they're what's being, the premise, what is the premise of Catfish? Catfish are people
0: who are trying to meet their so-called boyfriends or their loves of their lives from the internet. They're not being cheated on.
1: No. The premise they're of being Catfish... Is people trying to find out the true identity of the people that are saying That's that they're what I just said. Or not? No. So basically, what they what are? I just trying said to do... they're
0: not. They're not being cheated on. Cheaters are literally trying to catch your significant other cheat.
1: There are plenty of incidences on catfish where their significant other made fake stories or fake individuals to see if they're in the their significant there impact. was like
0: maybe a few episodes where it was like somebody they knew but there was the
1: same, premise, the same yeah, premise bro the same i would say
0: if you were going to compare cheaters to something on different TV,
1: subject now, I say, literally
0: wouldn't i wouldn't say catfish
1: oh well, you I want mean, to, something Look, else. it's how i'm about to educate you real world right so real world back in the day on mtv was like yeah. such a popular show that's the same thing that you have with this Florida Bama Shore and Jersey Shore. Same premise, just a different mix to it. So yes, but that
0: is the same exact genre of TV. The same,
1: all the same shit, bro. It's just media is throwing not the- cheaters
0: and catfish though. Just not those two things. I just feel like that comparison is off.
1: They they even have a new show called Ghost. Where Yes, now that,
0: that is the offspring of catfish. It's just in a different in a different uh genre, you know, a different category. But yes, that you could compare that to catfish, but not cheaters. I'm
1: just no. saying it's all the same shit. Catfish is
0: is one of its it's one of those few things that's original.
1: Catfish. To Europe. me.
0: What 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 other show were you trying to meet your so-called you know boyfriend or whatever girlfriend or excuse me or whatever it is online and then finally out it was a whole different person but what other show was that was there before the catfish i mean it I'll was go- a movie I'll at first back. I'll okay okay yeah you you let me know you let us know
1: it's because right. there's so much TV out there. I'm sure I'm going to find one before Catfish was ever existed, and then I'm going to throw it in facing, but like, all right, bro, that don't count. Like, it's like, nah, uh, it wasn't even on the same level or the same spectrum as Catfish. You do this all the time. I will find something, and then I'm going to tell you and the fans, and then be like, what about this show? And then you're going to be like, okay, but it, it, it wasn't the same. It's not the same.
0: Whatever. You find it, you let me know. This so what are we bet?
1: What are we betting for this? We'll figure it
0: out. Actually, let let's, let's let y'all chime in. Actually, let let's it, let the fans pick. And it can't be something like. It's gotta be something respectable, you guys. Don't don't give yeah, us no off crazy. the wall
1: bullshit. Don't don't be like gotta go
0: streaking down the beach or something right now. I ain't doing that. But you let us know What is the loser gotta do with this bet. Also, let us know Jerry Springer or Maury, who is the who is the more superior show
1: you are not so, the winner but you are not <laughs> right but we're gonna let y'all go because we went over
0: kind of expected this when we have these little verses they kind of they tend to go long but we hope y'all enjoyed the show today hope i have a good rest of y'all week positive affirmations equal positive things in your life We always remember that keep grinding keep Uh, grinding towards your goals small goals lead to bigger goals lead to bigger things y'all so y'all have a good weekend
1: stay blessed positive mindsets make positive outcomes this is the forever rich podcast peace deuces